and welcome to the Freaking Awesome Podcast. It's Monday, February 14th, 2022. I'm Benjamin Abaya, and joining me today, you can find both of them, one as a mentalist and one as a geek. They could choose whoever it would be oh, in a traveling what? carnival. Okay, go, go, go. Okay. I want to eat the heads <laughs> off a chicken. I don't know. That's why you decide. Who, okay. You both could be a mental. We can decide our fate in the alley. Yeah. But not yeah, yeah, in our yeah. alley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you could check them out on the YouTube video game series Date Night. Please welcome again, John and Audrey Abaya. Hello. Hello, sir. My name is Mr. Abaya, and this is my assistant, Mrs. Abaya. Yeah. Oh, that's a good intro. Are you going to um, cut her in half? I have no idea what this... No, I am a mentalist. Oh, yeah, yeah, mentalist. I yeah. move stuff with metal. <laughs> nope. That's that's not the right way. Magnetos? Uh, You're a magnetist? Magnetus. I'm a magnetist. Do you think the word geek, you know how it was used derogatory in this film? I guess that's how they were called back then. Is that why people are called geeks now? Mm-hmm. It's a lower, it's the lowest form of the low. So, yes, yeah. Uh, this character is in Nope, another a trailer we will be talking about. But uh, Stephen Yuen, he played Glenn in The Walking Dead. If you watch the first episode of Walking Dead, he calls the zombies geeks, and I have no idea. And that makes more sense because geek maybe he's referring to like a drunk person or like a person. I, I looked it up. I forgot mm-hmm. the actual meaning, but it made sense because the the dead, you know, the zombies in the show were walking, uh, stumbling. So maybe it's like oh. Because back then, when I first watched it in the comic books, he never called them geeks. So I was like, why is it called geek? And then I never really f- figured that out. In and the, that in the television sense. show, does he have any relationship to the sideshow or anything like that? What are you talking about? Walking Dead. Walking Dead. No, no, no. no. He, he that, was, that's just an odd choice of a word. It is odd. <laughs> to be like, oh. I didn't, I, when, the, when the show came versus out. Like, versus like a drunkard or mm-hmm. like oh, a, a stumbling person. On the message boards, I remember I was asking that. So I like looked at whatever Reddit and whatnot. No one knew the answer. And then people were like, yeah, in the comic books, he never said it. And then all of a sudden, gradually, he doesn't say it anymore. And then it's like, okay. That's <laughs> so weird. <laughs> it is weird. Yeah. Yeah. I think because well, I mean, didn't they? I, I mean, geeks like they rip the heads off and eat like the blood, not well, the blood and stuff. So I don't know if it's like must be like a visual thing oh, in that sense. Yeah, but yeah. I don't think I think if Steven's character never had any any association with like the sideshow or like that he just saw a sideshow, yeah. <laughs> like literally before the zombie. I, I just watched. Happened, I, I, just watched I, I think that's a weird choice. He just a, watched uh, the original Nightmare Alley, and he's like, "We should call him geek." I mean, yeah. that is. I think in the original Nightmare Alley, that word, yeah, yeah does more like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, how's how's the Super Bowl too? I guess the that per- team won. I guess it. I can't yeah. believe yeah. that one. Ben, or is it that? That's I don't know. This is more editing yeah. for you. If you no, want no, to do no. it, are they, are they both animals? Bang, yes, bangle. they are. Okay, one's yeah. a Rams yeah. and one's a bagel. Bagel, <laughs> bangle. <laughs> one's a bagel. The bagel will lose. A running bagel. He just rolls. He's like, Go get him. Uh, bangles, bangles. That's what they're called. <laughs> oh well, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna put my money on the bangles because this year is the year of the tiger. Oh, me too. That's true. That's a good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I just put Rams just because. Some of our family members love the Rams, so um, I guess Ben's a sheeple. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I don't understand why people are like super excited to see people, other human, give other human beings, you know, head injuries and stuff. So that's another. I don't. I don't, I, don't, yeah, I, I don't get off on that sort of thing. I'd rather just see straight up murder. You know. Okay. Never some mind. Pure, some, you know, just whatever. But you know, someone's paying to watch the geek. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. Back then, I'll flip him a coin. I don't I'll pay mind. twenty five yeah. cents. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, so if you're new to the podcast, we usually have a trailer talk on top of the show. Then we have a weekly roundup, which consists of things we watch, listen, play, or read throughout the week. This episode, we'll discuss the documentary film, You Cannot Kill David Arquette, a book called Cheeky, an audio drama, Last Known Position, a comic book titled dot self i don't know john's yeah, gonna explain not, that yeah. I think. <laughs> uh, and another book by angela davis titled freedom is a constant struggle um yeah i think that's it and with uh main discussion will be uh the latest i guess the uh latest adaptation to a novel titled nightmare alley which you could uh watch now on hulu or hbo go oh hbo go hbo max go. do they still have HBO a go? go it was like two three years yeah. ago <laughs> well isn't that like when the no. film came out i feel like this is i feel like we're kind of behind on this oh mm. i actually came out this past well last week oh but, uh, i think no, on streaming service oh. but it came out during november it was uh, spider-man no way yeah. home oh. but it, it was out for like a couple of weeks because no one was interested and a uh, Gilmore Del Toro's film. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, everyone was really interested in that Spider-Man film. Apparently, yeah. Um, but yeah, before all that, we have a trailer talk. And this week, we actually gonna have two trailers um, because two big trailers came out this past weekend, mm-hmm. and I think they're gonna show up on the Super Bowl. Let's just discuss the first trailer of Nope. What's a bad miracle? They got work for that. That is a clip of Nope. Written and directed by Jordan Peele, starring Dave Daniel Kaluuya, Dave, uh, Kiki Palmer, and Steven Yeun. Uh, here's the plot synopsis on IMDb. A residence, the residence of a lonely gulch in the inland California bear witness to an uncanny and chilling discovery. I'll start with John. What's your thoughts about Nope? And are you a fan of Jordan Peele's other films? I am a fan of his other films. Uh, yeah, I really like... I really like Get Out. I also like Us, so I can't wait for this one. Is it Us or one. This Is Us? Us. Is it Us? I just this know. Is Us is a drama. Oh, the television show. <laughs> the television show. I don't know. On ABC yeah. on uh, Fridays. I don't know. Wait, wait. wait. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. So, yeah. Nope. I think it's on Fridays. I don't know. <laughs> the, the trailer for Nope is very... It's mysterious. It didn't, like, show anything, really. So, it's. Uh, I'm hopeful, like, a lot of the plot is not shown in that. Or the, a lot of the plot wasn't shown, so... You're thankful for that part. Yep, yeah. yeah. So I'm now excited to watch it more. I do know it is a, probably about aliens the way it depicts. You do know, a, or that's what you feel? No, I think he. I don't know if he ever said it, but um, he's a poster show like a a cloud hovering over the farm. It has like a little kite uh, attached to the cloud, and then on here they show. Oh, that. like somebody was like had a kite and then it got caught. Yeah, on the uh, spaceship. And oh, they, like Chicken Little. Yes. Yeah. Wait, is this a remake of Kid Chicken Little? I think it is. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> so then. Uh, so they in the trailer they show like one of the scenes that everyone's really focused on is Stephen Ewan's character is 
has a like a carnival, not carnival, like our rodeo, a rodeo. It's a rodeo, yeah. No, but the rodeo is a it's a, a horse in a glass case, <laughs> and he's selling uh, alien uh, memorabilia. Mem- oh. And then the uh, the the, the little aliens look like white aliens, not the grays, but a white alien with big eyes and looks like with a black uh, outfit. And then yeah, yeah. And there's like a screenshot, and I I saw this was in the kind of, trailer. Yep, that's on all the trailer. I like did not it's see when that they all. flash all these images. Is it really fast? Yeah, not too fast, but it's like second. It, it, probably like a second or two. If, yeah. if it flashes really fast, like between a bunch of things, I I, I don't think I could have saw it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm really just hopeful because this gives me the signs, like Shyamalan's signs. So I, I'm all for like an indie style alien invasion with like low budget effects, not low budget, but low, low uh, effects, I guess. I don't know how you say that. Like not natural, yeah, not, not natural, practical, but practical. it's practical. Yeah, but it looks like not, I think besides yeah, was like that, where it's not too much special effects besides the actual alien itself. This one looks like a costume. <laughs> like maybe someone is in the costume because there's a, shot i don't know who is it but someone had a phone inside the barnyard and you see like the little head hovering or going through the the stable mm, it's that yes. same color so kind of looks like the mac and me alien wait what <laughs> what was that the movie mac and me oh okay okay it kind of looks like yes, the, yes, the yes, top yes. of the head of it, that it does yeah, yeah. Is he remaking Mac and Me? I don't, I don't, <laughs> like, I don't like that. It's a remake of both Mac and Me and um, is, uh, Paul uh, Chicken Little. Uh, on it, in it, Paul. What's, what's his name? Paul. Uh, Paul Tompkins. No, no, no. The one who always shows up. Paul. Uh, uh, Paul, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's not even in that. He no, no. He it. always makes. He just loves it, right? He yeah. just loves the. Oh, I, I know he probably doesn't do that gag anymore, but yeah. he does. Oh, he does. Or he did oh. like the last um, um, Ant Man movie. Okay. Yeah. Did he only do it with Conan or with everybody? He d- only, yeah, he only does it with Conan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know. Me, cool. me? Would you asking me? Is that what you? Yeah, okay. I'm asking you too. Me, me, me. Um, yeah, I was gonna say that it did give me um, Shyamalan vibes. The signs. Uh, I figured it was an alien. I kind of like how it's nope. I feel like it's it's that sort of thing, kind of like where it was, um, like in Candyman, like how there's that kind of I, I don't want to say trope but whenever you know you see you're watching a horror film and you see the person or the character go down the the dark basement and all that stuff and you're like in but you're always like nope and you slam the door and you turn the other way yep, yeah. i feel like that's going to be a sort of thing where people are gonna like nope i'm not gonna deal with this i got you know let's turn around and walk away um i'm excited it seems like a kind of like um um a black western you know, it was kind of neat to see uh, them on the horses, you know, oh, with, with their hoodies and stuff like that to kind of be like, um, you know, you don't really see that uh, any imagery, in, in, imagery in, yeah. any person of color on in a Western horsey type of thing. Unless it, but if and if it is, it's only the one, you know, there's only one character like that. Everybody mm. else is um, cis white males, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, and it seems to be. Uh, female led you know sort of oh, thing. Yeah. and it, Kiki, it's kind of Palmer, yeah it yeah. seems Palmer. it's interesting that it's kind of like uh a hollywood like um behind the scenes type of thing people kind of still struggling to keep you know their uh family you know their family uh in the hollywood the, business, the, the family yeah. what is that business yeah you yeah. know alive sort of thing because no one's using horses anymore in films I mean, I mean, there's not I mean, there's what's, like what's a the animal, that? not animal cruelty, right. but there's like right. this sense of like you don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and like the rodeo, the sideshowness kind of thing would be interesting if that's kind of the the stickler or the the niche where like they've always been here and now like they're coming, they're mm. like the sky's opening up and they're they're coming in. Um, was there anything in the trailer that gave you that made you believe like why they're here now? Was there anything like that? No. I don't have any. Yeah, me too. I don't have no idea. Uh, I feel like he. I just wonder if I missed He doesn't something. really care about the why. It's more like what dealing, is happening. De- dealing with the yeah, situation. dealing with whatever. Oh, yeah, like situation. what is the like social that. commentary of this film? If this is like, I'm I'm afraid that I, I know a lot of people attach his movies with like a social commentary, yeah, yeah. or I'm afraid that uh, I don't know if that's going to be like a. Um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like it's it's gonna be hard for him to get away from that. Okay, it's like, 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 like he's it's like, just an alien movie. No, guy. I know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. M Night. Yeah. He always has a twist ending, so you're afraid yeah. that he's falling into this trap that everyone's expecting him to always have a, to this, a yeah, like, commentary. Is this about slavery or yeah, something? Yeah. Like but then, or yeah. like colonize, colonization or something like that. People look too much, or, too much into it and they don't. Yes, enjoy it. yeah, yeah. They there won't is enjoy a scene. It. So I don't know if you've seen it. It was like three of them three of the characters they're looking at the sky mm-hmm. and then one of them had a oh there's a, in the background it shows fry's electronics Did it really? yeah yeah are are the 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 store yeah the, the store the actual oh. store with the yes, logo and yeah, everything i saw that yeah. and then the person in the i don't think i watched the same trailer you guys did no it's the same one no it's the same one because yeah. all these things you're describing i did not see <laughs> it, it, they do it flash it's like it's like, very yeah, quick yeah, very it's like quick. a couple seconds yeah maybe something's yeah. wrong with my brain i'm sorry and then uh in the foreground the guy in the shirt had a black shirt that said Earth. If you like read across, it says Earth Fry. Like it's like we're getting <gasps> Philip Philip J. Fry from Futurama. No, no, no. I'm saying like it will fry, like burn. Like they want Earth to burn. Oh. But you know, Fry's Electronics before there, before that, because my mom uh, worked there. Uh, it used to be called Incredible, Incredible Universe, Universe. Yeah, yeah. and it was all planetary stuff. Mm. My mom worked there, and then she transitioned when when the Fry Brothers brought bought it. They turned it to Fry's Electronics. Are they called Fry Brothers? Their brothers, their last names are Fry. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know they. The That's why it's called Fries. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, it's like a bias. <laughs> yeah. Like bias. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually really excited. I, I, I am afraid like of the expectations yeah. that he, people will have. But I also like, I'm actually, it's interesting because it opens up. I don't know if you guys know the whole like horse in motion. Mm, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the, the, mm-hmm. the photographer, Edward by my bridge that created that photo and i don't think is i from learning from school i don't think there was any any history that it was like a black man riding the horse so it's Mm kind of interesting i don't know if that's something jordan peele is just attaching to because it's based on the what the characters he's written yeah yeah, and honestly the 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 quality of the photograph it's very dark so i don't know if i if any you know if unless you like knew the history would be able to see very clearly that that's a um a white person or a black person or an yeah, Asian yeah. person. Is it- even Edward Byridge ne- Bybridge never even mentioned who was actually on that horse. Oh, like if a- you read about like the history of that. Is photo. this is this photo, this moving picture, is it the thing where it's in that spinning circle? Yes. Okay. It's exactly oh, that that's thing. Yeah. So uh, it's it's, just, it's a it's, precursor to movie making. So is it just that 
a camera was created that could capture multiple frames per second? He actually created, he actually had multiple cameras in a row and each one but, had oh, a to, certain to f-stop. The, oh, yeah. okay. So it the, captured while it was moving. So it just yeah. like, kind of like when you have the camera on that, like that, that train train track instead of having the one camera moving you have like camera 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 yes it's exactly mm. that it's a, it's a, it was like a it was like a what do you call it? like a straight um lane oh wow and then uh, then he had like multiple cameras i think i want to say there's 12 cameras oh. and then he took a photo each time he took it by like each he timed everything by like two frames i think is the whole thing um and then if you do that like 12 more times that's 24 frames and that's each second basically that's how they come up with 24 frames a second so is that what did i don't know if you know but is was that just like an arbitrary thing number or thing that he got up or did was there actually some sort of thought like I the think only was, way there was a move. thought throughout the whole thing uh i don't know exactly I, I remember one of the the reasons why he did it is because they want to prove the horses that go horses are up right could, their feet are uh, up huh? the, 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 yeah, their feet, feet are basically up yeah flying like, galloping all mm. four all four feet are up in the air while they're galloping yeah. yeah that's cool yeah but yeah i found the trailer eerie but mystified and can't wait to watch uh daniel kalua do another jordan peele movie i think he did a great job and uh-huh. get out and i think he's probably taking a little bit of a backseat here as like a, mm. as a, a mm-hmm. side character and uh kiki palmer i think she's in another horror film coming out called alice uh Ooh. later um but yeah is this film this uh, year do we know are both of the both of the trailers that we have today they're this both year? year this year yeah this year uh this is going to come out uh july 22nd of this year oh yeah supposedly we don't know uh if covid will get oh, worse or something but yeah mo- maybe mentioning the other trailer let's go to the next trailer the next trailer is probably the exact opposite of this movie no, I mean, in, in the sense of like the stakes, I guess one's more local. This one's more uh, world, I guess you could say. Oh. Uh, but yeah, the next trailer is Jurassic World Dominion. That's another plane, right? Not exactly. Why do they always have to go bigger? That is a clip of Jurassic Park Dominion. Am I saying that Dominion? You're actually saying the whole title wrong. It's Jurassic Jurassic World World. Dominion. 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 Jurassic World Dominion, uh, directed (laughs) and co-written by Colin Trevorrow. Um, who, who, which he made the first Jurassic World movie and the second? Uh, too. No, he didn't. Oh, he didn't, he didn't make the second. He returned one. for the yeah. He oh, returned okay. for this. He he produced the second. Oh, one. okay, that's why he's the same. Um, this one starring Laura Dern, Sam Neill, and Jeff Goldblum. That's all it's starring though. Yeah. Uh, no, there's no one else. Nope. Yeah, there's no one else because that's what people want is those three stars from mm-hmm. the original one. Um, there's actually no plus synopsis yet in imdb but 
it does say that it's set four years after Fallen Kingdom, which is the second movie of Jurassic and World. And that's when they're released from to, the mansion? Yeah, yeah. Yes, like and then uh, now the is this dinosaurs... Resident Evil? Is this all this is? Oh, it is. It's <laughs> habitating, <Resident> yeah, basically. <laughs> Um, I'll start with Audrey this time. What's your thoughts about the trailer? Um, I'm actually really excited. This one, the other Jurassic World, this trilogy is Jurassic World, World, mm-hmm. World, yeah. World Um The other ones were okay. I've watched them before. Um, I know our our niece is super excited for it. The the um, the, the small Michaela. Um, um, hopefully she'll be able. Do you think that they'll take her to the theater? Do you think that she I can think, handle yeah. that, or is that too loud? That's, they said this is the first film they'll. No, oh, they. Well, they, no, they, they the loudness. With, I think she will. Because I remember, well, I wasn't that small, but going to see Jurassic Park in the theater, mm-hmm. we were all much. We were older, but we were still, you know, children. Mm-hmm. Um, it being very loud, and that really was um, a hard, a hard watch for me. Um. But I'm excited. Is the is the one lady? I think maybe towards the end or ha- end half of the trailer, who's in what appears to be some sort of cockpit. Is that Jeff Goldblum's daughter? I don't think so. Is that just another? It's lady? another. Yeah, it's just oh. another lady. How it was Jeff Goldblum's daughter? Would she be an adult now? I don't probably. Yeah, I don't more know the likely. timeline. I can't, I, think, I can't place. I think it. I want to say who plays Jeff Goldblum's daughter in that movie. Uh, I'll research it, but go on, continue on. Because was she was she uh, into the dinos, or I know I know she wanted to be with her dad. She 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 was into gymnastics. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, uh, I saw I liked how the well that was it was kind of a western too that started out. That's what it reminded me of that now that what's uh Mario is a cowboy now, um, and then they have the secret farm that they keep blue at or something like that to protect mm-hmm. her, um. The the CGI here looks really really natural. I don't mm. know if they, do they ever use any. They do use mix up practical. Do they okay? This time. Did yeah. they ever do it in the other two? They, they did. did. Yeah. They did it they did in a lot. close up shots. Mm. Oh, did they? Yep. Oh, yeah. okay. So like obviously, like anything in the cage that you're just showing the head or something. Oh, okay. Well, ob- and like obviously the ocean ones are all CG, right? That's not. They actually built the big one for that one. It really? No, no, no. Oh, <laughs> I got excited. I was like, oh my god. No, um, but uh, and then I think I saw what is that a feathered a feathered uh, mm-hmm. raptor was it a raptor 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 was it a feathered raptor yeah, yeah I think so did you like that the way that it was portrayed it seemed like uh it felt very costumey costume costumey because it made like them I don't know it made it feel like because I, I originally watched a. <laughs> Uh, Alice in Wonderland from 1985, a two-part miniseries from television, and a lot of the actors were, of course, in like fabricy suits, and there were lots of birds in there, and it just kind of gave me that reminiscence oh. of it. Or of, like, you think someone was a suit in the dinosaur suit? I, well, no, but it, <laughs> that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, but cause I'm just trying to imagine birds now, and I felt I feel like their whole body is completely covered in there, and I don't know if I'm just not remembering it correctly, but I felt like that that quick shot of the 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 uh raptor felt like the feathers were on the edges of it like it wasn't fully encased mm-hmm. as a bird but i guess that's i don't know maybe it's just like uh in universal studios they have a man or a person in yes. a costume yeah 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 that looks fun <laughs> i wanted to do that but i'm glad that little spitter guy's back too that's oh yeah yeah you know still all the classics are coming he's back. still trying to find newman I hope so. I hope he finds him. <laughs> no, I think he killed Newman. 
Oh, do you mean he's not hunting him? What if that girl? What if that girl somehow related to Newman? (laughs) Oh yeah, she killed my father. No, she has like a little. What is it? The Barbasol shaving can. Oh (laughs) yeah, and the doctor's back too. That was cool. He's he's a bad guy. I know. Okay, but he looks. But he seems like very uh, crestfallen. Like oh no, my my because he has long hair now and a little (laughs) bit of gray. gray. (laughs) A little bit of gray. Um, Uh, B. Day Wong. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Played by B. Day Wong. Um, but it seemed. There's a lot of. I feel like this is very dinosaur heavy. Does does it do the other ones not seem very dinosaur forward? Like like they spent more time on like oh we're going to show you one or two dinosaurs that have never been shown before. Mm-hmm. Like this seems more on the. I mean of course it's supposed to be a grand scale of how they've quickly taken over. It's like the best yeah. ofs. Kind now. of yeah. Maybe maybe that's what it is. It's like a very like oh all the all the homies are back for one last ride. You know like F nine style sort of thing. Do you think it'll be like that? Do you think they'll go into space? maybe do you think dinosaurs can go in space which dinosaur which dinosaur would you like to see in space and it has to be only they have like the little the little head part on their head they don't they can't wear the entire suit because that'd be silly a brontosaurus that'd be cool um it's shorter time it's a shorter time to put in space because his neck is very long oh yeah we could just kind of lift him up like that i want a triceratops That'd be just cool. because that's huge though no but see the 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 what is it the helmet would be cool because it has to have the spike shape yeah i feel like this is a old 90s show that we're describing right is now. it really i hope <laughs> there's so. dinosaurs in space is there in a 90s show yeah uh, well too bad i remember it had guns in them i think we collected uh, yeah, toys yeah, really? something yeah yeah it, i don't know the name but. oh i don't remember that at all there's well like, i don't want our dinosaurs to have guns because they don't have opposable thumbs, so that's that's really stupid to think that they could have guns. Um, yeah, no, but I I really enjoyed it. Are, are we are we is this gonna be my my birthday um film, John? If you want, I mean, there's no <laughs> there's no other Spider Man or anything no, else that we have to go watch during my birthday. Or Black uh, Widow, no Black Widow. I'm... We had to go see that on my birthday. It came out July last. The we watched it in house though. We yeah. didn't go out. We still had it. Still maybe watch it. Um, what about you? What are you? What are you excited for? Oh, uh, I'm excited for the film, but I, I don't know, I'm not too excited. Because, are you not? No, because last time you guys were all like blah. And now I feel like I'm like really. No, mad. no, because I remember watching the Jurassic World two in the house. We didn't watch it in the theaters because I was really hyped for it. Like I didn't really care about them and then i remember watching it and then when they're in the mansion scene i really thought that was a cool scene be, be mm. reminiscent of that nostalgia you're trapped inside a building the haunted house uh, yeah haunted house like mm. in the original one where they're That's trapped true. inside the thing and now they're globe trotting i didn't really care about oh. them trying to save the dinosaurs in the last film i like that last scene where like it's very intimate they're being chased yeah. around yep, yeah, yeah uh this one this where's, one just literally looks like Mission Impossible with dinosaurs. Uh, like every little where's that, thing. Where's that little girl that's half dinosaur? She's in there. Is she's she? in there. Yeah. I didn't notice she's, her. I didn't she's a little bit grown up. She does up, the yeah. Chris Pratt thing with the hands. Is she? <laughs> yeah. She When they went inside the boiler room, the re- she's right behind In this trailer? There. In the trailer. She's older. She's I don't know. the older don't know. young lady that they have. The mm. She's with Blue, it looks like. The, the, mm. the Chris Pratt character. Yeah, it's played by the same... Car- yeah. uh, actor, a clone. Uh, she's a clone too. <laughs> we can like ruin Evil it. Wait, what? It uh, uh, Isabella like Sherman. It's not really, if you didn't watch part two, then why are you watching part three? <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you like, oh, I want to see. Jeff well, she Oak. shares a clone of a dinosaur. Yeah. yeah. Too. Well, they no, need. She is a, clo- she's yeah, like she's a, a clone. Yeah, she's a clone of a human, but she has DNA of dinosaurs. Like it's. Uh, they need. Why was that even necessary? To because they said. Does uh, she B- have a disease? Or no, B. Day Wong said. Like you to like cloning, you have to replace DNA. You can't have a pure 
uh, entity. Oh, well, I guess I guess that, that that's the whole science of the dinosaurs, yeah, right? Yeah. That they're yeah. clones and they have frogs. So same, I guess, in the same thing with a human, the same thing. Like you, because because he lost his daughter, right? Yeah. His adult yeah. daughter, yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah. And this is he's raising her as his granddaughter. Something, something I forgot something. the actual plot, but I know it's a clone. It's a clone. It has like blue something with something with blue. Mm-hmm. I'm maybe just getting it mixed up too. But she's a clone. <laughs> I know that. I'm just... sad that you're very sad about this. You're not no, it just looks like Mission Impossible. Like it, all it's missing, it's literally like replace Chris Pratt with Tom Cruise and I don't have that. that the doom doom. I barely doom, want Chris doom, Pratt doom, in there. Doom, doom, I'm like not excited that. for him. And it all we're missing is Chris Pratt hanging around the airplane off. It looks like he will be doing that in this film. Uh, Justin Smith is in it. What? He's he's a kid in um, the second yeah, one. Yeah, second one. Is yeah. Laura Lapkus in, in this? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Laura Lapkus doesn't look like she's in it. Okay. From the... But either way, it's I'm like mild excited only because it looks like it's trying to mimic other films like... Um, Mission Impossible. It literally looks like Mission Impossible. But the Impossible. gang's back together. I know. Maybe that. Maybe that last scene. It looks like the last scene too of the film. With I all, know all that, that would suck though if it's like uh, the whole thing. That that's probably the only part. And and bad part is too. They like filming the last scenes in dark, and I'm really annoyed from that because it's like they're trying to mimic that the scene in uh, Jurassic Park originally where they filmed you know that famous. T-Rex scene mm-hmm. so they keep capturing that they're trying to get that nostalgia and they kind of I mean in the trailer it looks like they're doing it again literally the same scene with the foot stomping but now as you see six of them or seven I think it was seven people there so I was like okay hmm. how about you, uh, you it's funny that you mentioned Mission Impossible because uh, the director Colin Trevor War. Uh, mentioned that I think this is the one of those franchises like Mission Impossible and like what they're currently doing with Star Wars that is going to really benefit from new voices and new points of view. So it's like he actually um, referenced Mission Impossible. So, uh, so it makes like, sense I like that why. scene where Tom Cruise rode a motorcycle in, uh, not Dubai. On I a forgot plane what it yeah. up, up a Up a building or, yeah, yeah. And, or running. Know, yeah, running. And then let me, yeah. let me, yeah, it looks like a globe trotting film. And I don't think of Jurassic World or even Jurassic Park that way. I always think. Well, I will, I will say. I would say because it's the same studio that brought you Fast and Furious. That's what I was saying. This is it's the right know. direction it's going. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's the, the only yeah. thing will be saved here if the ending scene, uh, they were like, "Oh, we need more help." Like Chris Pratt, and then, and then you see uh, what's his name, Vin Diesel's character. Not Vin Diesel. You see uh, uh, what's the snake pink. Snake Pimpskin? I forgot his name. Snake Pimpskin? <laughs> from, uh, from New York. I love that. <laughs> I forgot his name. Oh, Sam? Snake. Uh, Snap Jackson? Snake, no. no. Snake's on a plane? He's from the thing. Oh, God. Why am I remembering his name? Snake, they're trying, Snake Pimpskin. Are trying to name the actor that plays him? Yeah, it's like the actor who plays him. Uh, uh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell shows up. <laughs> and snake like, Pimpskin? No, something. What is this? The snake's something. Something with Snake and then the, the, the first name is Snake. Uh, Are you talking about his character from uh, Escape from uh, New York? New York, New LA, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I want him to show Sweet up, and then he's like, "Oh, I have a team," and then he's, and then they show photos of Vin Diesel, and then they like in their cars and stuff like. I don't that. even think is Escape from New York even a Universal film. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I'm not him, not the character. Oh, <laughs> he's in he's in the fast and furious uh i feel like you're blending too much franchises i'm blending two franchises do you want them to stop a nuclear warhead or to drag a uh what is that a bank 
uh, vault across the the Rio. No, I Rio want them to drag a dinosaur cage with a, like a famous dinosaur that they have to get from. Like a famous one, like yeah, one that's like on TV. Mm-hmm. And I want the bad guy, and then the bad guy is like this, you know, shadowy figure, and then you turn her like sitting on the chair, uh, or her, or they uh, in the chair, and then so when John. when they turn around. It's a dinosaur, like in a in a suit, <gasps> and, and then he's like, "I'll do it myself." And then he he does this tap tap with his claw. Yeah, yeah. And, okay, I can, and I can it's a human happening. Uh, I guess <laughs> we are slaves. Yeah, <laughs> That's I guess. Human. Yeah. Yay! Specifically, a man because I want Lauren Dunham's thing where men will die. And Laura die Dern. Oh uh, yeah, woman, <laughs> woman inherits the earth. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Um, but yeah, my thoughts really quick. Uh, I'm going to watch it no matter what. Um, I don't know if I'm going to watch it in theaters, but maybe more so because if it's if it's ending the the story, I think I, I'm, I'm more interested in that. Uh, and then I'm looking forward to like, of course, uh, Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Jeff Goldblum mm-hmm. reprising their roles. I think that's like the heart of the whole series right yeah, now. So. Yeah. It's kind of interesting to see them in this, and uh, I don't. What I don't want is like just use them for like two minutes, like what they did in um, Star Wars: Fallen Kingdom. Oh. No, the Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> he used Jeff Goldblum for just like I think they were the uh, bookends. Yeah, yeah, the, the press yeah. conference or the like Senate uh, hearings, yeah, hearings or something. I don't want that. <laughs> That's one thing I don't want. Uh, but I wonder if they're going to bring back like minor characters, like. Um, What's his name? The camera guy, Vince Vaughn's character. No. Oh no. Oh, um, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. There's like dozens of characters. Uh, what's his? Uh, not uh, the one part three. Oh God, what's his name? The character actor. He plays the dad in part three. The, looking for the son. I forgot. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. The one. I don't know. Um, one in sh- Shameless or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shameless yeah. character. Yeah. They, see, that'll be interesting. Maybe I don't know. I think it was just the dad, though. <laughs> but uh, we have until June. Um, I think it's June um, 10th Ooh, to watch, uh, to anticipate it. Um, but yeah, moving on to our weekly roundup. Hee-haw. It's not a he, it's a ye. Oh, yee-haw. Oh, yee-haw. Okay, we, we have... <laughs> We should have a post-it note that says "yeehaw" mm-hmm. in front of yeah, our. I'm gonna yeah. write that down. Write yeehaw, that. Oh, scribbling it. Okay, yeehaw. <laughs> who does? Who, who I, does? I spelled it wrong. Yeah, like a yeet. We could do yeethaw. No, can. not yeethaw. Yeethaw. Uh, I'll start with the uh, Audrey. You watch a documentary film. Oh my god! I based I, on a actor. Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't I, even know she I, watched it. I have. This. I didn't. I I purposely was trying to keep this from you. I. Uh, this was. This may be the most. Uh, just like purest forms of like of like like cinema like it's very much of like you're like oh no this is not real but it is real or or you know oh they're just trying to like you're in the joke and you're not in the joke and then you mm. just like you're like oh like what is I'm, I, I can't I can't compare it to something but it's it's basically um a documentary about David Arquette the the the, the friends actor He's not no, a friends actor at all. You're thinking about Patricia Arquette? Uh, Patricia, uh, not Patricia Arquette. Courtney Cox Arquette, uh, but they're not together anymore. Yeah, they're not, yeah. Who's the one? Uh, oh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, my brain went the wrong way. Yes. Okay, go. He's from your favorite uh, series. You're thinking about Ross, aren't you? David Schwimmer? No, no. I was thinking okay. that um, his wife, our cat, was on Friends. I swore I saw He him may on. have, maybe. He is. Maybe yeah, there was. Oh, okay. When they were together, like how Brad Pitt was there because of Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it's basically a documentary about the actor himself. Um, I did not know that. Um, Basically, that he was kind of like a teen, not 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 a teen idol, but a very up and coming during like the '90s. You know, where I I can't remember. I guess he did a lot of serious films right before he took Scream, and then that kind of you know catapulted him to be or pigeonholed him to be um, the goofball sort of thing. He couldn't get mm. any more serious roles anymore. He was around like the like Luke Perry and there's some other there there's like 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 an EW spread or a people spread where he was like the top 20 you know people to look out for you know one of those types of things um just so in general and, yeah 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 in society okay well no yeah in society he's like <laughs> we're looking at him um he comes from like a whole like um how do you say uh actor family not not oh, just yeah. his siblings yeah. but like i think his uh his parents in general too there's some nepotism i guess you could yeah, say yeah, yeah. oh no um but I guess did you guys know that and um he's actually the most hated man in wrestling after winning a controversial WCW yes. World Heavyweight Championship yeah, yeah, in yeah. 2000? Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. He, he he's into he made a movie. Yeah, yeah, no, no, ready exactly. to rumble. Yeah, exactly. Rumble. That, yeah. He's really into wrestling. Yeah, that 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 was a gimmick kind of mm-hmm. thing basically yep, yeah. in order to get it and it really really backfired. Mm-hmm. Um and it, it just kind of and I didn't know, like, I think I kind of remembered that he had kind of like addiction issues and things like that. But just the emotionalness of this film um, and the how much he delves into how much he takes it seriously, um, his the the wrestling and everything in here. It's just really good. I don't know. I, I don't want to go into too much detail. I really don't want to spoil anything about it. Um I'm actually really interested. It's really, I, I've it's, seen this a couple of years. I've seen the ads for a couple of years I did, ago. I've and, never seen this and I can't believe yeah. it. There's one thing though that uh, that I love is just how much at the very end he's like, you know, because there's all this emotionalness where he's like, is this a serious film? Is he making fun of himself? And then at the very end, it's like, you know, kids, it's all just kind of like, you know, it was all just a dream or it's, Hey, it's acting, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm like, Oh my God, was I just tricked or was uh, it, or was this a serious thing? But like, it's, it's really good. I think it's like an hour 30 or something like that. It yeah, is. An hour. Hour 30. It's like 90 minutes uh, yeah. long. It's, it, it's, it's really worth it. Like I, I connected with him so emotionally with everything <laughs> and, and sometimes that makes me uncomfortable. Cause it's like, uh, I feel too much. Like I get, I get too involved or, uh, uh, into the character yeah. sort of thing but it was because like oh like because like you you see yourself reflected the 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 same type of um emotions and pitfalls that you that i that i go through or that you know people with anxiety or you know depression go through mm-hmm. and he, you know he has it too but how he like overcame and still did it like because you can't kill him you can't you can't you can't keep him down you can't keep him down um it's really great though i i really i really want you guys to watch it and there's there's a there's some there's some pretty good uh, surprises in there sort of thing too. Um, if anything, there's in the Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, I don't know if we we use as a scale mm-hmm. how good a movie is, but it has an eighty four percent approval. Yeah, it's uh, really it's it's surprising. Like you think like oh this is dumb or this is stupid, but it's very like 
you have to watch the whole thing and you just- and I think I remember during uh, the, so I'm reading like in 2020 I remember people was were anticipating this in South by South with the the, the music and film festival oh, in really? Austin and then when COVID happened that's when they had to cancel the event oh wow so it took them a while to bring the movie out uh, but yeah I, I remember hearing a lot of things about this and how it made people uh, appreciate him actually like yeah no yeah like I really like, artist, yeah like I kind of want to like watch his previous stuff i don't remember like they kind of showed a quick montage of all his i guess you could say serious film roles before he took dewey uh dewey friend scream um and i was like oh i didn't even know that he could act that way or be that way but him portraying himself and again i don't know if this is an acting that he's doing like a persona or if it's <laughs> really him um but it's good i like it i want i want i want you guys to see yeah, it i don't think i know any serious roles from him no, like, apparently he did like a lot sort of oh. thing and then he just did I, I i don't know if it was a a mistake to take the scream or if it was just people took him to like you know it's i, I think it's that kind of thing where what's his name the one guy that people like um matthew lillard in that same film oh, yeah, where he can scream. kind of like yeah. um people like maybe the general public thinks he's weird but people also see that he's very good he can like be in the role sort of mm-hmm. thing like that like the two movies are always remembered aside from the screams is buffy the vampire slayer mm-hmm. and then uh eight legged freaks <laughs> no yeah exactly yeah, like yeah. it yeah, kind of like, like you know pretty, yeah. like you, you take one goofy role or whatever or or in a genre like like horror which back then was still not considered serious yeah. uh, i guess it's not even serious now kind of but um and then they go, well, that's it. That's all you're doing. You can't, obviously you can't, you, you don't take acting seriously because you went into a goofy movie. You know, you, you did a goofy role. So obviously I'm not going to, I don't, I don't want you to headline my movie because nobody will then take that seriously. Mm. There's also uh marionettes in this film. So if you're going to, if you enjoy marionette, <laughs> come on down. All right. But okay, I'm sold. Yes, yes. I'm watch it. The, I mean, you know what? Forget the Super Bowl. I'm just gonna watch this. No, you should. Wait, where did you watch actually? Uh, Hulu. Oh, Hulu. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hulu has a lot of good um, documentaries they on do, right now. They do. Um, but yeah, I aside from that, what else did you do? Oh my gosh, I read a book that I am so really excited to share not only with people but with like my um, my girlfriend and her daughter. Um, it's called Cheeky, a head-to-toe memoir by this lady that I have no idea who she is, uh, Ariella Elovic. I guess she kind of started out on Instagram and then like did blogs and stuff. But it was basically she's an illustrator and she's like kind of known for putting, um, uh, how do you say, like body positivity, I guess, or, you know, kind of out there. Oh, I like the art here. Yeah, it's really. So I, she does. She's an illustrator, too. Like she wrote yes, and illustrated. Yes. Yeah. Um. And it's basically, I, I was just like drawn to this naturally at the bookstore and I flipped through it and I was like, oh my God, I love this. But it's basically just kind of like telling her experience growing up as, um, well, she has a disclaimer that this is a, it's a, how do you say a one pointed view? It's not, she understands it's not everyone's uh, mm. experience because she's a, a, a cis white Jewish woman. So she goes, even if uh, your body or is not featured here, I want you to know that you are still valid and you're still here too. But um, there is just so much stuff in here that I really wish that at um, 
informative ages, you know, when I was younger, that I had this book instead of those stupid chicken soup for the souls, all those teen <laughs> vogues, all those cosmopolitans, 10 ways to please your man, how to how to get uh, how to lose weight in 10 days, how to how to get a date or how to act on a date or, you know, sort of things like that in order to get your man sort of thing. If I had things like this that showed that, hey, when you get your period, it's gonna it's gonna hurt and it's gonna be bad. And that even though you know you can talk to your parents or your mom about it, that you still don't have to internalize the shame of it and like like have to uh like you like you you knew about it, but you were so scared about it that you wrote a letter and left it on your mom's pillow that said hey uh i started my period i thought you should just know but like to like be alone like because that's how i felt a lot of my um youth growing up even though i knew i wasn't literally you still feel completely singular because there was all the experiences that i were having those were not portrayed in any type of media at all it was you know in between watching shows like buffy there were ads for a uh, voluminous hair. Use Vidal Sassoon, and you'll have voluminous hair too. <laughs> Here's a the Venus the Venus razors. Mm, you know, yeah. you um you should have smooth. Oh, like skin. women razors. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. regular razors. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You should have smooth, silky skin. Um, don't have any hair on your legs or your armpits because that's not that's not what people want to see. Even though you know we're all mammals and mammals are supposed to have hair. You know, <laughs> but I'm I'm really excited to give it to you. Um, my niece, I think that this would be, um, I think this would be helpful. And I think it's even helpful to my girlfriend too. Like, cause all this stuff, she's like in her mid twenties, maybe she's a bit younger, but she's not, you know, the age difference isn't to that too far off. Um, just seeing this stuff out there and being like, Oh, okay. She had this experience too. It's okay that I still internalize certain things mm-hmm. or feel this way and that it's a work in progress and that I can feel okay that like, Hey, maybe I don't have to, shave my legs even though that's what i see all the time but is it really worth it having um razor burn having to cut yourself all Mm -hmm. the time having to the the cost of it the upkeep of it i already got to pay for freaking 20 30 years pads and tampons for the rest of my life you know and then finally i get a break when you get older but then it's the horribleness of the hormones and stuff like that like do you do you think this could also benefit like young male readers in a way i I think so too i i hope that there is something similar out there to the uh for people who identify as male my sons actually came and were really interested in what i was what i was reading um and i was able to describe describe it to them i you know i didn't say that that this is oh this is for girls is only this sort of thing but i was saying you know they had similar situations of like having to think that you have to look a certain way you know or that you have to be super you know perfect and things like that but there's it's 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 really hard for kids to be like i have to be perfect because that that's all that they see all the time mm-hmm. yeah, and then they sh- look they look at themselves and go well look at that that's that's i'm not perfect so then i must not have any value because i'm not like what i see all the time yeah um but this was really nice and i love i love the illustrations i think it's really I love I think because more I love how she portrayed herself. She she had the choice to show us as perfectly skinny, uh, you know, angled jaws and mm. all this stuff. But she's like, no, this is what I am. I'm a little, you know, I'm a little I'm soft. I'm round. I have I don't have a perfect um, 
flat stomach and all these things. Um, and then, you know, and to be like, oh, okay. You know, cause she, she herself found a community within like her friend group and then, but she still felt alone even in there, mm. but then communicating with them or talking out loud just to other people. Uh, she found the strengths in herself too. And I'm, oh, now I'm interested in reading it. Yeah, too. it's really, it, and it's a quick read. It's like 200 plus pages, um, but there's hardly there's there's not a lot of writing. It's mostly it's like a mixture of illustration and yes, yeah. If words. you're if if you're a visual absorber of knowledge, I think this would be really this is really good for you. Talking about visual, mm-hmm. no, actually that doesn't make any sense if I <laughs> if I segue because John, you actually didn't do something visual. You did something that's listening. Oh yeah, at first you had ear audio aud- auditory. How do you say audio audio reading? Audio dramas. Audio candy. Isn't it like auroral audio? I think there was a word. There is like yeah. Um, wait, are you guys trying to make up a word? No, no, no. There is something to say like your because like audio and like, but it's like it sounds like a dirty word. Oh yeah, I can't think of it. So yeah, I listened to a audio drama from Q Code. So this is a similar, or this is the same production, uh, when which I listened to. Oh man, I just like blanked out with the name of the other podcast I listened to on Q Code. It was a, it's one about the ghost ghost stories or ghost tapes, ghost tapes. Mm. So I listened to ghost tapes on the same production. So in this one, so it's a eight episode, probably thirty minutes each episode. Take away. The ads probably a good twenty minutes of uh, of audio drama for each episode. It feels it felt so quick. Let's listen to it. I had to wait weekly, so they released it every week. And then if you subscribe to Q Code, you can get it right away. Uh, I'm not. I don't subscribe to uh, to their uh, whatever subscription service. So this one is called um, Last Known Position, and it's a about a woman named Michaela. Uh, played by Gina Rodriguez, and she is like a pilot, a submarine pilot. I, this is the best way I could say. Or, submarine pilot, yeah, like a oh. uh, sea vessel pilot. Like she knows oh, okay. to control. Do those. pilots? Do you pilot a, a boat? I don't yeah, know. I, was going to say. Well, I don't know what the like, driver. Called- I don't know what you call it. Like I don't know what other <laughs> word for it, but um, she is that. She knows how to maneuver or you know use. Is a- it just a captain? That's not that captain. <laughs> what is? Uh, but yes. Yeah, so- oh yeah, it is a pilot. All right. Yeah, there you go. Sorry, so, we were wrong. Yes. Yeah, we were wrong. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we will never question you. Never, <laughs> Thank you. Never. So yeah, it's her and the group of people. And they're on this boat. I, I'm not going to give anything away. Like I'm, I want people to actually listen to this. I'm, I'm vaguely going to talk this plot around it. And it's a mystery why these people are on a boat. And it's a billionaire have them on this boat, and each one is like a different type of, um, what do you call that? A profession. And then you get to know each other profession in the beginning. And then they're trying to find this plane crash. And then they're figuring out what caused the plane crash. And it's a really good mystery. I you think. mean like the the remains of the crash or like to recover? Yeah, they're trying to recover the plane and also figure out what causes the plane crash over the oh, ocean. Okay. So there, it's over the ocean, of course, because because she's a uh, submarine pilot. I think it's called submersible pilot. I'm saying the mm. I'm just saying sub- submarine, but I don't, she doesn't control an actual submarine. It is those things that you see like James Cameron has 
uh, when we call the <laughs> okay. Titanic. Yeah, like, like the small subs. The little small subs that he There's used. Like it's like a two-person. No, he used to film Titanic when he went underwater to get like the, the blueprint oh, of the, oh, the, the shots. The, the, shot the, 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 like the guy that was uh, that was listening to the Heart of the Ocean story lady, that guy. I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In in the plot, it's yeah. I think it's Bill Paxton. Yeah, Bill Paxton. And then he um, goes into the submarine. What's the what's the character pod. PFT does on CBB? He does him. I forget what it is. But yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. So yeah, and <laughs> yeah, it's it's her story basically, and then it's very thrilling, and I think it's a good mystery, and there's like a little bit cliche stuff around it, but I think the mystery is if you just stay with it with this eight episode you'll be satisfied in the ending is the mystery amelia Earhart? <laughs> uh, maybe no, i won't okay. spoil it but okay. it, it has me excited for season two uh because the ending was really like oh wow this they pulled off an ending that it, it, even though it's a tropey ending i thought it was really fun because hearing it i've seen this tro- i've seen this scene in film but just hearing it and the way they can like you know get away they can do more because it's just sound they don't have to like mm. they don't have to build a set or something like that they can visually tell you or um visually uh <laughs> the, the, the actors really have to emote in the motion yes and yes feel and it. It, you can visually build it in your mind like a theater in your mind the theater uh, in your mind <laughs> uh, but yeah it's really good it's called the the last known position yeah check it out on q code is on it your podcast is it, app is it scary like event horizon or is it more like it's a mystery or like that other one like um what's the one with dustin hoffman is that event horizon with dustin hoffman and Sam Jackson, like the twenty thousand leagues under the sea, the one uh, in space. No, 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 no. Event Horizon, no, two thousand one. Yeah. There's one where they're in, they're in the ocean. They go down to like, um, oh, and there's Odyssey, the sphere, but... the sphere. Oh, spear! You're is right. It, spear? it is spear. It is exactly that yeah, one. Yeah, it is yeah. that. Would you compare? It to, would you? Is it like scary like that, or is it like, like Bermuda Triangleness? Uh, it's a mystery. mystery. That's all. It's just all right. <laughs> yeah. all right. it's right. a general mystery. Um. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm actually kind of interested in that too. Like, um, I think the word we're always trying to look for because I'm like googling it. Is it auditory? Is a is like, I've it, never it, used it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a person an audio file. No, there's something like there, audio uh, files are people who like because I, I I wrote I, I Google visually but with audio <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the equivalent to when you describe something visually is auditory or audible is the other word kind audible of, is, yeah. i guess yeah yeah there's it's 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 not quite what i was thinking about but yeah it's more like that but yeah okay uh so john visually what else did you do What'd so you yeah do? You I, do t- I took off my headphones i was like i need my eyes and i opened my eyes now no, yeah, yeah. open my eyes and- well, i have a question actually uh, when you guys like listen to like audio dramas do you guys like close your eyes and think about it no like, i'm working you're... i'm literally oh, like okay. working yeah, yeah, at my mind. job and then yeah. i can never yeah. do that part uh <laughs> because if i'm doing like something that doesn't take too much like visual cues i can just uh work and have the headphones on and then basically listen to it while i'm working do you enjoy it as much do you think if you could like just sit down like they do in, in this audio drama they do say like oh if you have these type of headphones you get the experience will be much better oh i mean i'm assuming they're hundred dollar hundred plus headphones and they want you to buy that it's an ad it probably has like that adobe atmos thing where it's like kind of like uh um, so they use a certain technology around yeah, sound yeah, yeah it is a technology oh, they tell technology. you like get to when you're listening to this podcast make sure 
you are not, you know, uh, in a. Um, it's not mono. No, no, no. You're not in the area like driving a car because using a certain, using a surround sound where some things might sound too real, like something crashed. Oh, like you get, get scared yes, or yes, something yes, like yes, that. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever get scared? Was there anything like? Was there any sound that made you like, uh, like jump? Right? No, because I was inside the lab. And oh, because you're a man. Because you're a man, not a pussy. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not. I took, I listened to them. I'm not driving my car, and then I'm not listening. I, mean, I don't have a what you call it, surround sound. Mm, okay. so, and. It sounds like stuff in underwater. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, know, I know I'm not in underwater. I know. I know. <laughs> okay, I'm in the, ca- right, I'm in the right. car and this woman's not next to me. Touche. Touche. Okay. Okay. I, yeah, that makes sense. Kind of. Uh, but yeah, what else did you read, I guess you'd say? What'd you do with your eyes? Yes. With my eyes, I open them and I need eye exercise Ooh. Uh, versus my ear exercise ah. and later my mouth exercise. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I want to know what did you do with your mouth later? It's right now. We're doing a podcast. Oh, my okay, mouth okay. exercise that right now. Yeah. What are you guys? <laughs> oh, no. you guys? It's not that type of show. And well, yeah. So, yeah. So I read a uh, comic book on comicology and then they have like unlimited they have a same same similar plan like to netflix there's a subscription based uh part of comicology where you can un- read unlimited comic books some of them they produce and create so i was reading one uh uh called dot self i only read the first issue i think they're like five issues deep i want to say uh it got me i i just literally just picked something randomly and just like oh let me read this because visually i was like oh this looks kind of cool the the visual so the the front cover is like a woman inside this case and there's like little speech bubbles around her and then someone's like holding her like she's like a baby in a jar you say oh. uh, a three-eyed oh, baby in a jar you connects to our main discussion yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. uh, <laughs> but yeah and i was like oh what is this about like of course comic comic book covers uh, they, they don't tell the story it's just like visually to get you more intrigued about the the, in, the inside pages so this one is about a woman. The name escapes my, me right now. Uh, I really don't know. I'm just looking at like the actual panels, and I can't find when someone says something. But addresses her. <laughs> yeah, it's a woman, and they, uh, she has. I'm assuming the husband, and the husband works late night. She's he's like a medical surgeon, I think, or uh, in the medical field. I want to say surgeon, but he works with late nights doing you know procedures and whatnot. And he, she is a, um, oh man, I, I forgot what, what what was she, but she has a day job too. But most of the time she's at home too. And then they both basically kind of live like separate lives. And then mm-hmm. uh, this is in the future. And in the future, there's this program or this uh, like device where you basically not upload memories, but you tell it tell it stuff like what you did today and stuff like that. It kind of like I guess you upload memories too. Like you can. You you can it but can it like relief you like in Harry Potter where you can do the the pensive where you can take out the memory and put it in the pot and like look at it there like no like, no like no. like is it supposed to relief like oh I have so much stress let me take it out and write it down or put it in uh, the thing and be okay the way they portray it's more like it just takes the memory like uh you just you just want to store it yes yes and, and like could you share it like is it supposed to be like a social media thing like a cool thing I'm not sure like I'm I'm literally reading the first issue okay, like okay. yeah I, I it's like I don't know the. <laughs> I don't know the extent of how far you can okay. use the, the device. Well, what's the purpose of it? Is it is it it's like- to help people like remember stuff? Like if you need the oh, okay. such of memories okay. and okay. whatnot. Um, this literally reminds me of a Black Mirror episode. Literally, they use this uh, episode where the Black Mirror has an episode similar to this, where it's something that they record with your eye. 
It's similar. To I've that. always wanted that. Oh yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. It has uh, to do with the memory yes, and yeah. all that. So, just for people who know that Black Mirror episode, that's why, it, like, I were attracted to it. Yeah. Well, no, no. Parallel storytelling. You mm. could say like mm. for the first issue, like, oh yeah, this I I recognize this advice in you know sci-fi. This is what it is. But she also is talking to us, the audience, and the way they do this too is kind of cool. Is like uh, there's word bubbles, and then she's she's like talking to us, but she's not telling the whole story. Like it starts off with her doing something, and you get back to that scene in the something in the future, and then she retells before that scene, like what happened before that scene. Um, and yeah, and it's a it's it's intriguing story, and then about technology and how you can use it against you basically um that something happens in the first issue that kind of made me like oh i want to see where this goes now and be she finds this intruder not intruder this person that helps her help her um and then they have very like similar history with each other and then oh. i was like oh what is happening here and then he explains to her what's happening and then that's Does she the not point. recognize him or something? No, no. Oh. Uh uh and then when he explains what's happening, it's like, oh, this is what happens with technology if you have someone hack it and what <gasps> will Ooh. what they can use that uh what you call information. Mm-hmm. And then it's a sci-fi thing I never really even thought about like when they have devices like this mm-hmm. who can use it and then if you live in this world with this device and how would they use it? And then isn't that like what conspiracy theorists think now? Like with the vaccine, that like people are gonna listen, like they're gonna inject microphones into you, and well, no, no, but chips. It's, it's more yeah. like if they have your memories, like literally your memories of your whatever you did, like all and, the bad things you did, yes, and, and yes, use it yes. against you. Uh, not mm-hmm. use it against you, but blackmail. Not blackmail. I don't know where they're. I mean, going that's with sort it. of uh, people post on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Post the wrong things uh, a decade ago. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, um, those are memories, right? Mm-hmm. Twitter's like a memory, kind of. But mm-hmm. even your visual memories too. That's yeah. Like, what if those are taken too now? Like, how how can they use it against you? But yeah, it's a like a sci-fi. They don't portray it as like a sci-fi because it's in art world still. Like, it's modern stuff. Oh, the only okay. thing is, is that it's not device. too fantastical. No, no, it's like you don't. You're not seeing like it could be like art. the near future, like within yes. ten years. Oh. I, I think it's just like Alexa that just has a memory, like a, it remembers your stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's called Dot Self. You can read it right now in Comicsology. Like, is it saying like Dot Com? Is that what that's supposed to be? Like a mm-hmm. dot, dot Self. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what they're referencing. I don't think they're referencing like I think Dot Self is the file type, like Dot. MOV dot oh, okay. a JPEG like okay, that. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. That's what they're going for. I get it. I mean, sounds fun. Uh, but uh, yeah. So I'm. I also read something. Or no, technically, I didn't read it. You I didn't use realized. your eyes. You use your. No, ears? I actually lose use my ears. <gasps> going back to my ears again. Yeah. Uh, but I just want to actually. This is not. They're not a sponsor in our uh podcast but there's this app called libby have you ever heard of this mm. no lby it's, it sounds like a feminine product uh i know it does uh, kind of i don't know actually <laughs> but uh, l-i-b-b-y yeah i heard um, this it is a is a app that is connected to uh, your library your local library oh uh, around the nation so but it specifically if you are a card a library card holder you connect it to your phone this app and you can listen to audiobooks for free Ooh. uh do you connect it with your library card account 
you do have okay. to connect it to your library card account. Uh, but it is exactly the function as a library uh, where you check out an audiobook, you have it for about 21 days, I believe, and you listen to a book within those 20. And you can return it when you're done immediately. You don't have to wait 21 days until you return it. You have it to pay a fee if you don't return it? <laughs> I actually yeah. do not know how fees work in libraries. <laughs> you should just I've hold never paid one more than 21 days and see what happens. Yeah, I want to see what ha- I'm pretty sure they just remove it from your uh, queue or whatever, your mm. little library. And like you, library. Lose, like you lose like wherever spot you're at or something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then someone uh, but borrows yeah, I, it. I highly recommend the app, but that's actually what I'm actually here for. Because what I did was I listened to a book from Angela Davis. Uh, for those who don't know, she is like a prolific and world-renowned activist and a scholar. Um, the book I read for, was from 2016. It's titled Freedom is a Constant Struggle. Uh, the subtitle is Ferguson, Palestine, and the Foundation of Movement. Um, but yeah, it consists of her essays, her speeches, her interviews. Uh, and it kind of connects because it happened during 2016, right before the election, it kind of connects the struggles against like state violence and oppression throughout like history around the world. Oh. Uh, this is like during the time, like, you know, Ferguson and whatnot, and like the, the birth of like the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, but yeah, if I read it because I bought, I, I read a book from her like years ago, almost like a decade ago, titled Women, Race, and Class, mm-hmm. uh, which is also a fascinating read if you want to list read that. That that one I actually read. Uh, I didn't I, I didn't discover audiobooks until later on. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> oh, was, yeah, I could just I could just listen to this. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that one that has to do more of like women's liberation movement and uh, Marxism. If you're interested mm-hmm. in Marxism, I think a lot of people are. Um. But yes, uh, this one. I say I, I was pre, I think I'm just, uh, it was like not prerequisite, but I was preparing because I've, I got another book from her. As she's like one of the authors of a book I just purchased. And I just went, oh, I want to read more of her stuff because I, I listen to speeches on YouTube and I think she's like an awesome person to listen to. And I think one of the things I'm always trying to, I guess, debate in myself uh, a lot of uh, since like 2020, since like the 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 Black Lives Movement, Black Lives Lives Matter movement, uh, a lot of people talk about like defund the police or even like prison uh, uh, reform, uh, uh, huh? Prison reform, prison reform, but uh, specifically uh, abolish oh, prisons. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, this book goes into detail because I I listened to her other stuff and I just wanted to know more because. I think there is a fascinating argument about why we should abolish prisons. And then here she talks about like why and how did a person go into prison? And there's a way to prevent people from going to prison. Uh, It's a little bit complex and nuanced when it comes to the argument. But I think the way she explains it with like this big concept is like straightforward and concise in a way where you, when you listen to it, you're like, this is possible. Like, this is actually possible when you have people who oppose it saying that's impossible. Mm. And I think it goes down to how we treat people, basically, in is this just world. just being nice to other human beings? <laughs> no, it, it basically goes down to, like, um, like, prisoners. We look at prisoners as people who are, like, evil or bad, basically. But what put them in that position? Is it something in... If someone stole something, is it because they couldn't have the money 
uh, to steal it because you know there's no minimum wage. Is it like fifteen dollars or mm-hmm. well, I, I no would living argue, wage? Yeah, there's no living wages for them to a proper living wage for them to like own uh, you know a food or whatever. Uh, it goes to down to like how even like mental health could be a reason why people go to prison, which is a uh, which is a thing uh, uh, like the that's happening it, right? in like L.A. If you know. Um, What's it called? Skid Row. That's a yes. huge issue yes. uh, with homeless people there where they, they uh, that was like a, a, they shut down a whole uh, institution, a mental institution there. Uh, but yet um, she talks about like that too, like how everything is, is institutionalized where um, the weak, there is a way to prevent this from happening. And I think people just don't want it because of money. Yeah. Uh, there's the whole like, you know, the prison uh, what they call industrial complex? Oh, like people, private prisons? Yes, private. She goes into that. There's a there's a company that's well known. Uh, I forgot the name of the company now, but that is uh, usually is uh, you know have prisoners, and then uh, they get money uh, from other from other people uh, to have them in their prisons. The more people they have, the more money they get. Yeah, it's basically like a um, what's you call that when you are creating stuff like a. It is a uh, like a supply and demand in a way, yeah. I guess yeah. you could say. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, I've, it's really fascinating. Um, but yeah, uh, if you want to, she does the audio version of it. So oh, she narrates it herself. Yeah, she narrates oh, nice. it herself, uh, which is kind of awesome because I feel like coming from her own voice is actually Powerful. much more better than coming from someone else. I mean, they probably do a better job, too, a good job too. But uh, but yeah. I recommend that it's freedom is a constant struggle. But I really recommend Libby. I think that's a. I think people don't utilize libraries as much. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how many hours is it? Like the, this is six hours. Okay. This is six. Usually her books are very short. They're not like these. Like you know, it's long. not. It's, it's not meant to talk over you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It, it, a lot of it is a stepping stone to know more things about like more ideas and thoughts I that like you could. That. Uh, bounce off from yeah, I'm, I'm just um, curious is she someone who is closer to our age or older oh much much older is she she, she is was she... around um she i think she's from birmingham oh okay. Wanna, okay yeah and then uh, i think she's she's around when black panthers uh were around so mm. and she was part of the uh i think she was a little bit younger when the civil rights movement was happening but she was around okay. a long time ago so not a long time about a while ago <laughs> not agent <laughs> yeah wasn't uh, it's it's, yeah. it's it's funny to think that, that all that stuff is actually not that far in the no, past no, like, it's I, not I, I always made that argument i always make that argument yeah it's only been like 60 or 70 years ago when the human history is like probably only a little bit over a billion or less than a billion oh, or something. human history no not human history <laughs> uh, Earth, earth's history okay, and yes, human yes. history is like probably thousands, a couple thousand yeah. yeah or several thousand yeah, seven thousand yeah yeah cool. um but yeah, I recommend that. So that's our weekly roundup. Uh, I think we had some good stuff to recommend. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of stuff from Hulu. Uh, yeah. You cannot kill David Arquette. Uh, probably you could find Cheeky on Libby if you want to hear probably. the audio yeah. audio version of that. Another <gasps> audio version: uh, Last Known Position, the comic book dot self, and Andrew Davis's Freedom is a Constant Struggle. So moving on from that. This is our main discussion. This week's main discussion is Nightmare Alley. Neither am I. This is not a carnival trick. 
If your foot slips, we both fall. We've had our share of snake charmers in the past. We deal with them. What did you do, Stan? Why did you do it? Sometimes you don't see the line till you cross it. You don't fool people, Stan. They fool themselves. <laughs> That is a clip from Nightmare Alley, directed and co-written by Guillermo del Toro. It is based on a book by William Lindsay, starring Bradley Cooper, Kate Blanchett, Banch- Blanch- yep. Blanchett, yeah, yeah, you Blanchett, got it, you got it, you got it. Yeah. Uh, Tony Collette, and uh, Rooney Mara. Uh, this is a plot synopsis on IMDb. An ambitious carny with a talent for manipulating people with a few well-chosen words, hooks up with a female psychiatrist who is even more dangerous than he is. This is streaming on HBO Max and Hulu, um, which was, I think, was out a couple months ago when Spider-Man No Way Home came out, but did not do good in the box office because I guess Spider-Man got him. Got it. Got it. <laughs> yeah, beat him. yeah, basically. Um, but yeah, I'll start with Audrey. Uh, I know... You, I feel like you're a fan of these types of movies and genre of like, you know, carnies and whatnot. yeah, yeah. Which, which is really, I kind of had two feelings about this film. So mm-hmm. maybe because the first we basically watched this in two parts, just because uh, we it's watched long. It's long, but it's, I, yeah, it's two hours and about I think uh, 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. But it feels like you could split it. Like you could tell part one. Yes, and then you know exactly when. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's yeah. what happened yeah. to us. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know if maybe I had a misconception about what this film was. So at first, I when I watched the first half, I was like, you know what? If I didn't see the second half of this, it'd be fine. I don't get it. Or I think I went and like read up on the Google of like, oh, what it is and how it's different or something. I was like, okay, whatever. This seems like a very typical story. Um, we watched the second half recently, and it actually turned my uh, view around. Um, I'm a big fan of Guillermo del Toro, um, but I think I'm more a fan of his fantastical stories and Same maybe here, more yes. original. And yeah. I think that's kind of what I thought this was at first, because I didn't know any previous to this at all before we actually watched it. And I was like, this just, I said, this is not, this is not what I thought. There was no, there was no fawn. There was no pan. There was no, you know, there was no yeah. fish man. <laughs> there was nobody eating, you know you know eggs no hellboy yeah oh know. there's hellboy no hellboy okay yeah. <laughs> um no technically there is hellboy there is a, a a man who could consider himself a hellboy mm-hmm. well he's he's a big strong man you know mm-hmm. yeah um but i do yeah yeah i do like the carniness that type of um i guess a genre type of film like that but um it, yeah, at, at first it was it was too long. I can tell, okay, I felt like this was a typical story. Oh, he's a con man. He's going to con all them. And then he's going to get conned, you know, himself, whatever. And it really, I, I get this feeling with movies where like I, when I feel I can, where it feels predictable. And then when I, what I believe I understand, what my understanding of the end is, and it's not something that's interesting to me for whatever reason I have to, I happen to be feeling that moment. I, 
turn off. I'm like, okay, this is not worth it. I don't like it sort of thing. And that's kind of how I felt in the beginning, maybe because it's slow. Does it feel slow? It's, it's, it's weird yeah. because it, although this is like a move, uh, it's an adapted an adaptation from a book. Mm-hmm. The original movie came out like in the forties. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which is very short. I, I heard like, it's not even like 30, uh, it's not even like an hour and 30 minutes long, oh. so. but it is very, uh, it didn't. It didn't kept to the source material. I heard like the original. The the movie was a little bit more happy ending than the original. Uh, than the book. I, oh, I this was. this this uh, this version that we just saw. This version is the, actually more true to the book, oh. which isn't a, more like a happy ending. I also want to put out like we won't spoil yeah, yeah, our yeah. initial thoughts here. Yeah. But so at first I was like no, and then we watched the second half, and it turned me all around. Um. I actually really, really enjoyed it. Um, I was thinking back on it. I mean, I enjoyed the, um, how do you say, the act, acting? The people, mm-hmm. the people, you know, the surprise. The performance. Yeah, the perform- performances and things like that. I really in, enjoyed them. But it felt it felt like it was, I don't know, it felt pandering to me for some reason. Like, I was like, oh, okay, I know. Oh, yeah, duh, he's a con man. I don't know. May- maybe the con man idea just didn't seem appealing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but my conclusion at the very end was that it's a... a it's kind of like what what time what time what era would you say this book was written like the, the original book yeah it's oh, like yeah, 18 but... 1800s or like the 30s kind of like it feels like the time of like when like a mockingbird was around like when that first came out that i don't know what it's 46 1946 okay the yeah. book was created in 1946 yeah yes, oh, wow. yeah it was published in 1946 and the film and came the out in 1947 yeah it was yeah. it was 1940 so it's like a oh. year afterwards yeah, wow yeah. that's interesting you know how i knew that <laughs> I'm staring at yeah, you yeah, waiting yeah, for the answer. <laughs> uh, right before this podcast, I watched a comparison of the original movie and the, the yeah. remake. I just want to see what they took similarities. Oh, oh okay. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> similarities yeah. from the original film. Um, but I to my 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 now conclusion about it is that I think it's a commentary or a way to describe um mental health. So I don't know. I don't know if you guys got any of that, but I'll I'll describe more a little bit later when we thwip on stuff. I don't know. I have a similar conclusion like that, but yeah. mine's probably more. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, how about you, John? Oh yes, I enjoyed the film too. Uh, the performance is great. I could see why people like this as nominated for best film in the Oscars right now. Is it? Yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it is that. I think it reminds everyone of old Hollywood. They do stuff very like. Old, old Hollywood, oh, but and doesn't Old Hollywood always get nominated for yes, films? Yes, yes. Because, because <laughs> they, they like to pander to themselves. Style, yeah. Maybe that's why I didn't. I wasn't. It wasn't. Appealing. I but it, it has like I think if you told me that the director didn't make this, I would maybe, believe you. you. Didn't like it, it doesn't feel like there's a touch of him. Like uh, yeah, and I think that's why it feels I didn't, very I didn't like, like it. by the numbers to me. I think then, the the closest thing is like the cinematography work though. Like, yeah, his, his, the way he frames shots is like him mm-hmm. and the colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, very but sim- yeah, otherwise like story wise, I could see because there's no supernatural element. Yeah, that. yes, yeah, and I think. He had more fun, it seemed like, during the carnival scenes of yes. like establishing yes, the characters. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they when when they go to the city area, then it becomes more like a typical Hollywood noir. Noir. What type is that? Film. What is that? The Gatsby type of yes, kindness, that's what. Maybe? Well, I yeah. never watched Gatsby, but this feels like that style of mm. like. I don't know what you call that old old Hollywood style of acting. Flapper forties yeah, yeah. kind of thing. No, even the acting, the way they. 
the act. Oh, like is, that Bugsy type of like, yeah. let you. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, that's it. I, I don't want to get yeah. into more fun. Um, I'm in this, I actually really love the movie. It's just weird. Cause I think in the beginning, because how can you love a movie? No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, I think in the beginning I was in the same area as Audrey where, especially like the first 10 minutes, you're like, we're just following Bradley Cooper and yeah. I'm like, he's not talking. So I know oh, that's an interesting scene in the beginning. Mm. And then at first you're like, oh, okay, I get what's happening. But wh- where's the, I guess, where is that? The the moment will like uh, catapult the, like the, the story. Like where's yeah. that moment coming? And then when that moment happens, I'm like, oh, this is actually kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. And I have no like relationship with like the original movie or the book. So I, this is all new to me, like the story itself. Yeah. And um, I think I think when we get to the spoiler area, we could discuss this more. But how the movie plays out, uh, although it's kind of predictable, mm-hmm. I think it's what what happens to these characters is not as predictable. Where thing where things were just escalating as it was going. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. I didn't see that coming. That's I didn't think that was going to happen. Um, which was su- surprised me to me, uh, surprising to me, and I do like how, although it's like a ensemble cast in a way, like there's a lot of act, there's a lot of good like oh, great actors, a lot, and a character lot of actors, names, yeah. yeah, in in the movie that are like just there for a minute or two. Uh, some say like, I tweeted this out. There's like a, a little bit of connection to like Step Brothers in this movie. Yeah, we, and, we we literally just realized that at the end. We're like, hey, hey, hey. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I only like realized these... it when they show a scene of the woman, and I was like, oh wait, yeah, that person's in here. So this person's in here. Yeah, and I, I literally was like, are the other two in here? Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, no. Sadly, no. But yeah, like like it's like Audrey said, like I do find it a little bit. Um, what's the word I'm looking? Sprawling, like yeah. at times where. I do want it to get to what it's Point trying to say. Something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think Bradley Cooper's good in it. I think he plays that douchey character really well. But in this time period, I think it fits him. Uh, I know you. We've seen him in like Hangover, uh, but I think him being this charismatic guy again, but a little bit more. Um, a little bit more subtle with uh, maybe maybe he plays it so well that it makes that I feel him being a disingenuine person. Like he do, he does it so convincingly, and yeah. I, and I don't like those. I don't like people who are fake or disingenuine. I can it just it irks me. I can sense it, and yeah. and that's what can that's what made me not like it because I was like, oh, you're you know, maybe he's acting yeah. so good that I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, was he nominated? <laughs> I don't even know. If he no, no, I don't think okay. he is. I don't think he is um fun fact though like this was so like i love like the cinematography and everything but i don't know if you know this but uh del toro created the scenes each scene in a certain way so it could be shown as a black and white film later on i Did you have that question yeah, did I, you have that I, I, I literally yeah. told audrey's like man this this shot looks would be great if it's in black and white it literally looks like something in that era of so like uh from what i was reading from uh empire magazine i think it's empire magazine where um he wanted it wanted it originally black and white 
but the studio wouldn't want him to do that, which is weird because I think it's a little bit cheaper to, to be black and white. Uh, <laughs> well, but I think is- it's hard to sell a black and white film in modern times. Like it's good. People think it's too artsy or too. But, w- but wouldn't that have been great for like the the Academy Award? Like wouldn't that get all that type of like yeah. in the bag sort of thing? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, but there is going to be a version probably like in this Blu-ray or even online later on like hbo max you know like they had the snyder cut um with with black and white so uh we'll see but yeah we could do uh spider spoilers or spidey spoilers i always i think every week i switch them mm-hmm. back and forth well mm-hmm. let's 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 decide now spidey okay, spidey spoilers yes i like that spidey one spidey spoilers so i'm gonna do it again mm. spidey <laughs> Spoilers. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, oh, okay. Yeah, too much. No, we're in the alley. Much. So you have, okay. put, you have to put all in the oh, alley. I'll put everywhere. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, okay, Ben, you okay. can stop. That's too ooh. much, Ben. Okay. Stop. I'm like the uh, web singing Andy Warhol. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Someone's yeah. tooting their own horn a little bit too much. Yeah. Whatever. Calm down. You're, barely, um, you're probably just a. I, I can't even think of like a low, a low, a low, a low artist, a, a Banksy. I don't yeah. know, Banksy's a low bunch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Audrey, what's your, uh, what do we want to bring up in Spidey spoilers? So okay, so my thing was yeah, like how I was saying that it felt too predictable. It's oh, it's a um, how do you say, con man who's he was he was wronged, and so he's gonna the only way he can make it is by conning, and then of course he'll get conned himself because there's always somebody conning the con. You know, there's always somebody better than you out there sort of thing um towards the end though um i don't know if it was always prevalent but towards the end i to me it felt like a commentary on mental health like you know was this happening the whole time was she is she the manipulator is our because he is a person who uh what is what what do we say a mentalist basically which is is that like a psychic is that like a I think it's like a predictor, the person who can uh, see things. Yeah, like, and uh, so and then there's like it's a, almost like a I don't want to say it's not a fortune teller. Yeah, but, uh, it kind, it kind of is, but then yeah. it's like like there there's a line, right? There's like yeah. an ethical line that the carnies have, where like you don't do spook shows, you don't, you know, we have to keep it as a con, and yeah. people yeah. know people know it's a con, but we don't. We, like don't, we, we don't take advantage of like wrestling. Yeah. It's basically like wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Like we know. If you, if you entertain real, me but... enough and I don't question it, then I'll pay you the money. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but You know what's uh, weird is like when they keep on saying mentalist, I'm like, is this what the show's about too? <laughs> like, the, I, the guess, show, I don't know. Oh, the, 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 arquette, the lady, the, the lady. Oh, arquette? you're talking about like the guy who solved crime. There's a show like called mentalist. No, mentalist. Yeah. I think it's, isn't it? Is oh. he, doesn't he solve crimes? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. yeah, yeah. Can you see? But I'm. But is that the con too, where he's actually a con person, where he's just very observant and can put clues together? Yeah, that's or what I was really, thinking. Like, is that what yeah. that whole show's about? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. not sure too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but kind of like so, like you know, back in the day, you know, this is this is probably during the time when like maybe therapy is being more open, mm-hmm. you know, or it's still kind of maybe inexpensive, uh, like only to the rich can get it, right? Sort of thing. It's not available. At, to everybody not that it not that it's available to everybody now but at least it's being spoken about more now um so like when people have trauma who do you go to you know you would go to like um how do you say it? the fortune teller or to the oh the, yes, the yes, shows yes, yes, to yeah. get some sort of thing communication or something um so he was taking advantage of it you know a therapist also was taking advantage of him you know is is therapy a con you know where you know because he even mentioned too like you know this is just what the priests do they just give you know they just tell a story that you know all these things um that there is no um 
uh, that, that there's no true connection, but like, but also what is, what, what what's the harm in it not being real Genuine. Yeah, if yeah. it's not, what, what, if, if it's yeah. not real, if it gives that person closure, if he does, yes, yeah, so yeah. He, he, he's that. Uh, but the problem was, of course, it's very dangerous. Uh, the carnies probably know that you can't do that because you don't mess with people that way. And of course there, there are lots of consequences to those things. It's a code. It's a nice it's code. Like a moral. Yeah. 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 They have their ethical, even yeah. though yeah. it's like they, they do it on the, the dirty side of things, but, but, but like where good common folk wouldn't do it. But of course, Maybe the they're, they're, thing is they're, questionable. Well, but. I mean, no, but they're also there too. The people who are feel that they're higher than them are also there looking at it oh, yeah, sort of yes, thing yeah. so it's kind of that little whateverness i think that's what the whole geek part was wasn't like selling the geek was that the uh it, it reaffirms the audience like oh yeah we're not this person we're yeah. better than yeah exactly this it makes you feel that's better. the whole show like when we watch i don't know but when some people watch like reality television shows, mm-hmm. no, sometimes I, no, that's I, what they feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I feel that. I, I yeah. would not, I'm in moods and I'm like, I want to feel better about myself. I, I go look at someone. Well, at least I am not that person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. sort of thing. And it's bad, but then it's also, well, it's there, you know. I don't know. And they're making money out of it. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's like, whatever. You know, it's, it's hard. You know, I won't be able to fix that issue, but I can also choose not to yeah. participate in it. Um, but the geeks, the, speaking of that, those, they're wild men. They're crazy. But those are people who have mental illness. They have addiction. Yes. Those yeah. things. Instead of treating them, they feed them the the badness and keep them there and then when they're about to die they just throw them in the curb basically the same thing with the therapy they're making profit off it they're keeping secrets sort of things she sold her secret she she uh crossed the line or an ethical thing or yeah i think she ethical yeah yeah or was it even all in his mind sort of thing and then it's it's the same thing that happened that i did like about this was at the very end of brad the bradley cooper where it's just like freaks if i don't know if you guys remember mm, the he becomes freaks. one yeah yeah where yeah. he's um he uh the lady she who despised him who thought she was better than all the carnies just like how bradley cooper thought he was better he could he he went away from them and did his act he did it more classy he did whatever sort of thing um he's uh you come back in the lowest form, mm-hmm. you know, sort of thing. You take advantage, you break, you cross the the boundaries or you, I, I don't want to say you break the rules, you have to pay the punishment, but there are certain things that you don't like, or I guess if you just don't take advantage of people, um, keep it as a, something not light, but like entertainment, then you mm. won't, you won't fall for the con sort of thing he he conned himself basically yeah, into yeah, believing yeah. it and i think it was just a, a a tie in mental health and the sort of the, it was felt like to me that sort of thing. i'm sure it's not like that at all that's not the true intention of the book or whatever sort of thing i think it's just the con of the con just like how freaks was but i think it's if we could see it more in a different light i think that's would be beneficial sort of thing. i think seeing it in that lens is actually like in a modern way yeah i think it, it actually I feel like I love it even more. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like uh, a lot of it for me was also I. I was thinking about like misinformation, how yeah, people yeah. are manipulated mm-hmm. nowadays, and how Bradley Cooper was ultimately was bring brought down by his um hub- hubris. Yes, that's the word yep, I'm looking yep, for. Yep. Yeah, hubris, and um, and that's how like ultimately like you could reflect of like you know. The people from the past, even this past election, that's how this, like, that, that our last president was brought down is mm-hmm. because he was too. He believed his own con. He yeah, be- he's, 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 yeah, yeah, the con believing his own con. Oh, yeah, the he king, believed he was king, unstoppable. What is that, that yeah. old fable, the king's clothing, that he's naked, the king's. 
You remember like uh, Emperor's New Groove? <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what I'm thinking. Oh well, like Wait, that's he, what it's based on. I don't know what the where like he doesn't got... he doesn't have clothes on. He like he believes it or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. I forget what it is, but yeah. Um, but yeah, it's that. And then like uh, I think that's why I kind of love it more because you could take these old. I wonder what the book was actually commenting on mm-hmm. because a lot of it now feels like you could do it. You could comment now of how our world is now. Is that the Depression era, the 40s? No, the 30s no. is Depression, right? We're yeah, coming out. This is like, World War II, so. No. It, it's a start. It's going to be the start it's, of yeah, World it's War Yeah, it's a start II. of World War II. America's not in it yet. Yeah. He, they There's, said the date. We get oh. into it in November yeah, uh, 1941. And I this think is like uh, William Defoe character mm-hmm. talks about Hitler a yeah. little bit in the, the movie. Oh, okay. Like there's this man who's going to you know do Did you, something. When 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 Defoe and Cooper had just dropped off the geek like at the church or wherever, and they were eating the breakfast there. Did that breakfast look really good to you? Yeah, the way they're yeah, eating it. Yeah, it did. And yeah. that's literally just steak and eggs. Like, yeah, the, no, the, the but yeah. Steak and and, and, for, and for what really stuck out to me is that he had to ask for salt and pepper that it wasn't there. And then uh, I think he only put salt on it, which kind of bothered me. I'm like, why did you ask for salt and pepper? <laughs> you only put one. Um, but I was like, for some reason, like just having that, like that that visceralness of it the sound and all of the the crunching and the thing it felt very it felt very real and it felt very like okay we just did we did something together and now we're having this bonding experience too like because sharing food breaking bread is a very communal Mm -hmm. thing like now okay we've done this together we're in this together now sort of thing and i i kind of like that sort of thing yeah same here um but yeah that's i think what else i think there was another thing i wanted to mention but uh it's so i for kate Blanchett character mm-hmm. I kind of didn't understand what was happening in the ending when I think, I Bradley think, yeah. Cooper uh, you know the money was she, switched she, she conned something. Bradley yeah, yeah. so basically. but she's basically mentally breaking him down even yes. though everything was yeah, real right everything was real yeah. but she's trying to blame it it's his mental illness yes, but it wasn't yeah. really but yeah. he broke it down to so much that he's believing her con or believing it's her gaslighting yeah. right yes, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah gaslighting yeah. yeah and then she seemed like she was going all in even if she dies she took satisfaction of like if they the police kill him right now and he ends up killing me I just know that he's going to die or something like that. No, but. she's she's a con man. She knew it was it was just like how when he does cons, he plans all these steps ahead. She was also had all these steps ahead. Yeah, she's yeah. just a better chess player. I feel like he doesn't plan well though. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Like no. the whole. Well, he's uh, not as like he believed he believed he was so good that you only have to go this far. Sort there, of thing. Yes, yeah, yeah. There was a point in this film where everything ru- not felt rushed, but it felt like. To get to point A to get point B, they like skip all the steps and they just like you know, he was like investigating the guy, I forgot his name, the 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 the, the stepbrother dad. <laughs> they, mm, mm-hmm. Uh uh Richard Jenkins. He raises Richard Step Jenkins brother. character and when he's like investigating or you know, finding all this stuff. I felt like, oh, this is quick. Like they're getting to this plot really quickly, and then you know, it. Ultimately- it is sort of in my mind. I was thinking, like, does Del Toro know that uh, he has only like twenty more yeah, minutes? Yeah, that's to what I felt. I saw yeah. the time, and I was like, because twenty it minutes. All, was I hap- think it all started with um, uh, Mary Steenburgen's yes, character yes, yeah. when mm-hmm. she kills herself. Well, and yes. her husband, yeah. but because she believed the lie so far, yeah, that you know you can manipulate her mm-hmm. into killing the husband. But also, though- also, you you want to is it do we just use those type of things as an excuse if somebody gives us the okay that uh the way you're feeling is okay that we can go with these conclusions because she obviously she said in the very beginning that she blamed him yeah she she always blamed him she wanted to kill her husband she wanted to kill herself but just to go that somebody was like oh 
like to for her to believe oh my son is here he wants me he believes in me i'm gonna go be with him yep, now. Yeah. Like, that's that's all i needed I, I just needed you to say it was okay just like people go like oh um i believe in you know jesus and god i just need a miracle and then they something that's not truly a sign or something that but they interpret it that they way created, yeah, then they sometimes. then they go and they can do a horrible act but in their mind it's justified mm-hmm. yeah um i do like also the last line in the movie I think that was kind of interesting. Born for this, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was yes, born yeah. for this. Yeah. Do you think but, he laughed a little too long? Do you think they held on that? Uh, so I, think, I read that they did that in one take. That's yeah, why. it feels feel uh, like something where you do it and that's it. Like, you, do you think? Do you think they were like, okay, Brad, just go as long as you want, and yeah, he's yeah. like, I'm gonna go this long, and then as soon as he like he decided it was done, then they they stopped. Or mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, I think that's what exactly what happened. <laughs> but I heard like Del Toro was actually impressed with that take, so they didn't want to do it again. Yeah, I don't know if because uh, they were running out of time. <laughs> like I don't know if we could do yeah. fourteen more takes of this because um, we're losing the light. <laughs> yeah, we're losing the light. He actually, I was reading he almost he shot fifty percent of the movie prior to the pandemic. Oh, because he was supposed to finish. I think late or early of the year of 2020, uh, the building shot like 50%. And then they had to go back in October. Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently, Del Toro like wrote a very specific and thorough pandemic, um, like um, what do you call that? Code that everybody uh, has to follow. Yeah, that everyone has to follow uh, precautions. Mm. That he didn't want anyone to get sick and everything. So they had like a very... Uh, you know, he wrote all of that. He like did some research and making sure that everyone will be safe. I was like, oh, that's that's considerate of him. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think I don't know if a lot of directors would do that. <laughs> like, write your own precaution, <laughs> COVID nineteen mm-hmm, precautions yeah. uh, for actors. Like, you would usually leave that with other people to do. Oh, you say yeah. he took it upon himself yeah, to, to understand to and know to yeah, all these things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, here it's an eighty-page safety precaution guideline he wrote. Uh, or do you think, the, or, or do you think he's just showing off that he can write? <laughs> I think so, that too. Yeah. Um, I was, you wear uh, this mystical mask that has mm. an eye on it, and it's like all like pants labyrinth <laughs> type yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, I did appreciate that he didn't go the supernatural route. I think that's the the whole bait and switch thing about yeah. his yeah. They, movie. They keep looking at this uh, being at a jar, the yeah. third eye, and it's the third eye is everywhere in this film. And then when you get back to it in the final scene. Uh, it's just you know it's it's a it's, gimmick. It's right? a gimmick, it's not, yeah. yeah. And then the end credits is literally the going baby. inside the body of the thing, and then it ends like in the alley of the brain or something like that. On the stitches, I didn't watch the end credits. Yeah, okay. it ends like in the alley of the stitches. So you know, oh, like it's a nightmare alley, I, I guess. Yeah. I actually don't know why is it called. It can't be. That's not why it's called nightmare they, they, alley. They mentioned no. what's a nightmare alley. That's where you find a geek. Like it's the end oh, of the geek. Yeah. Okay. I think there's it's like, some I words think it's I was like, like the dark, the dark recesses yes, of your mind yes, too, yeah, like, yeah. You know, where you keep all the. Your like there's some words when they use like black rainbows. Oh, I know what that is because there's a movie based. What is oh, that? Oh, the, it's a uh, sci-fi thriller. Not even a thriller. I don't know what you what do you call that. Is it is it a term to describe something or it's is a, it? Uh, I I don't know the term, but there's a, a is a. Is a um, like, like, would you call a person a black rainbow? It's or trying you... to achieve some kind of unattainable state that is ultimately probably destructive. Yeah, oh. that's why it's a black, uh, black rainbow. And there's a movie kind of based on that uh, theme and logic, mm. which is really good. I yes. say, go out there and watch it. Cool. It's very trippy. See, <laughs> do you have um, anything, John, that you were like, oh, this is 
Oh, you know, wait, wait, one more thing I want to oh, mention yeah, yeah, yeah. that I thought was kind of ridiculous. It's called Beyond the Black Rainbow, too. Oh, it's Beyond the Black Rainbow. It's called uh, Black Rainbow. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember we, we did a main discussion of that. I was like, it's not called just Black White Rainbow. Yeah. Okay, well. Uh, I was going to mention really quick, it, it's, it has to do with, um, I forgot his name now, the actor. He plays the man he stole the act from. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he purposely killed the person. Is it? Uh, it's weird because in that scene, a Bradley Cooper called oh, me uh, because I thought he accidentally took the wrong elixir. Yeah, so like, is like, it kind of ridiculous that he William Dafoe like kept the poison and mm-hmm. the yes, yeah. alcohol I in mean, the same area? What you call that? The Chevex gun is like this yes, is going to yeah. be used because the way they explained it and Bradley Cooper looking at it, and when you literally see him take the wrong one. I genuinely thought he took the wrong one. Like, he accidentally took so it. So, do you think then, he actually purposely, he did. Uh, subconsciously want to kill him? I think he killed him purposely to become, okay. uh, me- what do you call it, mentalist guy. Yeah, to steal his uh, book and whatnot. So, what about the actor? I, f- I interrupted. No, no. It was more of the how ridiculous, like, William Dafoe characters places the, oh, <laughs> the poison uh, yeah, yeah. and the alcohol like right side by side like and with the same kind of bottle yep, like, it's yeah. kind of dumb for while he puts every jar neatly on the shelves like in its own uh, unique way but yeah, he has yeah. to put the poison and the alcohol in the same sort I of find box it, I, I find it funny i don't is is the alcohol there for the his people and so if you want it you just put a, a penny or a coin in the in the jar in that little that little coin box I think and then so, you can yeah. take it so it's like a leap of penny not well I mean, uh, you have yeah. to pay it but it's like what is it? I guess it's an honor system I don't mm. know if he's like how he would determine who who took it and who didn't pay for it sort of thing yeah oh yeah I should know but I think that is actually what it is yeah uh John is there anything else before no. we wrap no so I think we mostly recommend it mm-hmm. uh I think it's what would you think is your favorite del Toro film though Okay. Uh, I honestly, I really, really love The Shape of Water. I, I think I, we talked about it before, but I had that, um, uh, how do you say, uh, parallel thinking. I have these types of like um, like thoughts and imagination-y scenarios in my mind to kind of help me calm myself. It's something I did when I was uh, a child. Like It's actually a coping mechanism. It's probably not that healthy, but it's like you kind of pretend that you're somewhere else or something like mm, that. You put yeah. yourself in a fantasy. And I've actually always had one in this, that type of I guess you would say era or genre where it's like that sort of thing. But it was always like some sort of secret lab. There was some sort of water creature there that that was kind of my like my secret, my my companion sort of thing. Yeah, uh, in the episode when we did the main discussion, you mentioned it. Yeah. And then it's like, uh, it was like eerie because you never told me that. I, I know, like, oh. yeah, no. And I think when the like the trailer came out, I was like, oh my God, this is, you know, this is yeah. my sort of thing. And I'm sure that there are some, those are his ideas probably come from previous stories or media that I probably have also somehow subconsciously, you know, melded into my mind. Um, and because, I mean, that creature looks like the the, the guy from the a- Abe from, you know, Hellboy. And it's like, you know, kind of similar sort of thing like yeah. that. Um, but if it's not that, then it's Pan's Labyrinth as well. I enjoy that. Um, How about you, John? Uh, I enjoy Lady in Water a lot too. Shape of the Water. Oh, Lady in the Water. <laughs> and nice Shyamalan's uh, Lady in the Water. And Del Toro's uh, matchup. <laughs> uh, yeah, Shape uh, what is it called? The shape it's, of water. The shape of water too. Like it's yeah, high caliber. Uh, but I really enjoy Blade too. <laughs> I really actually enjoyed. Have you have you guys watched Crimson Peak? No, that's mm-hmm. on there, and yeah, I want to watch it. It has a Harry Potter. Uh, oh no, that that 
There's another right. one with Harry Potter guy. I don't I know, thought. but it has Tom Hiddleston as the main person. I think oh, okay. you, I think both of you will like it. It's because it's, it's a gothic romance horror. Like Ooh. it's in the same vein as um, not Nightmare Before. What's the same movie that's like similar to Nightmare Before Christmas? Has the bride and the groom, the bride of uh, corpse bride, corpse bride, the corpse bride. Like it's similar to that of- vein, uh, <laughs> where it's like that gothic sense, but with a romantic. Uh, background, mm. uh, but yeah, yeah, I really love that, and of course, Pan's Labyrinth, uh, and Hellboy Two, a uh, Hellboy, and a uh, Blade Two. <laughs> yeah, I like Hellboy so, as well. Yeah. Too, uh, so that is um, Nightmare Alley on HBO Max and Hulu. Before we leave, John and Audrey, where can they find you online? You can find both of us on datenightplays.com and check out our podcast Kill Them All on our Patreon. You could find me on Instagram and Twitter at Benjamin Obaya. You can find The Real Impact soon. I think I'm going to have two episodes this month, it looks like. Um, so look out for that. I won't, I, I'll won't. i probably tweet what the movies are so people will um, be prepared to listen to the episode. I think it's better to watch the movie before listening because you probably won't have an idea what the movie's about. Mm. Plus we go into spo- uh, spoiler territory like immediately. We don't even have a, we don't have Spidey spoilers. In, like uh, he's dead. He's dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. dead the whole time. Um, you can find all of us on the freaking awesome.com that which will lead to our patron. Uh, you can become a patron no less than a dollar. This helps us offset the cost of running a website the podcast and uh but if you can't do that please support us by listening subscribing rate or leave a comment on apple Podcasts or google play this allows us to get more visibility in those platforms follow us on instagram and twitter and well follow us on twitter and instagram at tfa now and then follow us on tiktok at the freaking awesome um is it freaking awesome i forgot now or the awesome the freaking awesome pot i have to you know what? I have to correct myself. <laughs> I don't know which one, which on that one. You couldn't. Uh, you couldn't get it all the way across the same. No, no. It's, it allows you not to do it, uh, or email us at our con- or your concerns or comments at contacts at the freaking awesome dot com. Um, what else? When's your next episode of Kill Them All, John? Uh, whenever you release yours, it will be the week after. Okay, cool. Um. <laughs> uh, Thank you for listening. Also, thank you for CRSA Chow for producing the podcast. Thank you for John for editing and coming up with the cool images and videos on our social media. Uh, Please continue to uh, message us if you have more questions for our monthly uh, Ask Us Anything. Uh, We really enjoyed that episode. It was fun. Yeah. And we still have a lot more questions to answer later on. But yeah, I'm Benjamin Abaya. I'm John Abaya. I'm Audrey Abaya. And this has been the Freaking Awesome Podcast. 